Hi there, this is Kerry Tennis. It's Thursday, October 15th, 2020, and I want to talk about how to get to no matter what. By no matter what, I mean the things you will do for your own survival, no matter what, because you have an unshakable understanding that it's necessary and you have the daily commitment to do it. Now, this kind of behavior it's familiar to me personally because of my long association with people who are in the recovery from addiction and alcohol world. And there's a saying in that world that, you know, do it no matter what, no matter if your ass falls off. If your ass falls off, just pick it up, hammer it back on and continue on your journey wherever it is you've got to go with renewed commitment. Got it? Okay. I should say before I go too much farther that I don't have a letter this week, that this is an advice column. And in my 12 years at salon.com, I would get thousands of letters and there was always a huge stack of letters and I never had to worry about getting letters. So I never thought about it. But now doing it on my own, I have no interest in promoting it. I I, uh, am just going to keep doing it every week. And um, because of that, I'm talking to a very small crowd, and I'm happy with that as far as it goes right now because I had to get comfortable doing this, and I had to get comfortable speaking the truth and not trying to gain followers and not trying to sell myself. And it's been a good process to get to that point where I will say what Uh, I need to say the way I need to say it, and I'm not working for anybody. But it's obvious that I'm going to have to have some campaign uh, to reach more people. And I know that people are living on social media, and that's where they are. They're out in the field. They're grazing out there. They're picking up interesting-looking photographs and showing them to their friends, and they're doing funny dances, and they're... uh, expressing their opinions about the political situation and they're making fun of each other and they're making fun of famous people and everything that people on social media do. And I I know that that is the necessary uh, venue, but especially reading Shoshana Zuboff's book, The Era of Surveillance Capitalism, and thinking deeply about social media and what what the sale of information about me and my body and my psyche means. Um, It's deeply offensive to me, the business that has grown up around the collection of data about our daily movements, our tastes, our predilections, data collected about us, age, gender, race or ethnic identity, recent purchases, location data. I find it deeply, deeply offensive. And the only person so far who has crystallized the structural problem and the strategic problem is is Shoshana Zuboff in that book, um, The Era of Surveillance Capitalism. So I really am stuck with a contradiction because... Uh, as a person who wishes to reach an audience, without the giant juggernaut of Salon.com, and maybe, 
you know, I'm just realizing this moment. I'll tell you something. When I was fired by Salon.com in October 2013, it was such a great job. And the people were so great. And I had such a rare freedom to be my crazy self and write whatever style came to me. Because I'm a, you know, creative type, primarily not a fact-finding journalist. That's not my main skill. Um, so I thought, you know, I'll never have this again. And so I don't even want to try to go get a job at Slate or Huffington Post or one of the up and coming. I, I didn't want to, I, I, I just, and I, I tried to actually syndicate the column and that didn't work. I tried a number of business ventures that didn't work. So Norma and I decided, screw this. We're going to sell the house in San Francisco. And we're just going to move to Italy to this little town where we do writing retreats. So having said that, God, and don't you just hate that phrase, having said that? But having said how much I hate the phrase, having said that, I will say this. And don't you hate that phrase, I will say this? I mean, you don't need to say I will say this. You can just say it. So having said that about saying I will say this, I will say this. That it might be time for me to seek out a reputable uh, internet publication and uh, have some kind of a job. I really have not wanted a job for so long. And for the first time in my life, being technically retired, I don't actually need a job. What I do need, however, is the global reach of a powerful internet company. A company that will just leave me alone and let me do what I do and not uh, not not make me go on social media, please. I really hate it. And I also recognize that my few feeble attempts at making myself known as a creative artist are really juvenile and uh, immature. And, and I recognize all that. But the fact is, I don't have to do that shit that I don't want to do. So I'm not doing it. What I am doing is making up this podcast in little bursts, and you probably hear that. Listen to this. You'll hear this. That's me hitting the space bar to pause while I think of Because thinking, it's like the only way I can do this podcast straight off is by pausing to think the way I would if I were writing. It does mean, however, that I'm going to have to go back and clean up all that. So now, about getting through all the buts and the whatabouts to no matter what. That's the deal. No matter what, that's where we're at. No matter what, we must take certain precautions so we don't catch the virus. That's the deal. No matter what, in this moment, everything else is optional. Everything else is optional. How many times can I say it? Well, let's see. Everything else is optional. 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 That was a lot of times. I could keep saying it too, but you would get angry with me and probably just turn it off. And I don't want that. I want to talk, but I want... All right. So the analogy I'd like to make with the getting to no matter what comes from the addiction and recovery movement. Because when a person discovers that they're on a course that's going to lead to death and insanity... Um, it's, uh, it gets your attention. It is an attention-getting moment. And um, 
that is most frequently, in my experience, what I've observed in the drug addiction recovery and alcohol recovery movements. This nothing quite like a deadly addiction to get your attention and make you realize that no matter what, you have to follow certain precautions, no matter what. It's a deadly disease that's easily transmissible. You don't want to get it, and you don't want to give it to other people. So you have to do certain things no matter what. That means if you forget your mask, you have to turn around and go back to the house and get your mask no matter what. It means if someone extends their hand to you to shake their hand when they greet you, you have to pull your hand back and not shake that hand no matter what. It means that if someone is sitting close to you and they're talking and breathing on you and they're not wearing a mask, you have to get up and move no matter what. It means that if you're thinking of taking a trip and you're going to go on an airliner or a bus or a train to a place that's got a high rate of COVID infections, you have to think that over really carefully and you have to decide, nah, I can't do it. I can't take that risk. I can't go there. I have to give this up no matter what. It means that if you're going to Thanksgiving dinner with your family and your family refuses to take the precautions, you have to excuse yourself and make the sacrifice of not having that enjoyable meal and possibly offending your family members no matter what. It means that if there's a certain place you go where they have the little bottle of hand sanitizer and you put that stuff on and it's the most foul-smelling stuff, you still have to do it no matter what. It means that if you want to change the direction the country is headed and you have to go to vote, and it's a long line of four hours, five hours, eight hours, if it's raining, and if it's cold, and if it's really miserable, you still have to do it, no matter what. It means that if people make fun of you for wearing a mask and being concerned about the virus, and if everybody else is going around not wearing masks because they don't care about it, and if that makes you feel small, well, that's just too bad. You still have to do the right thing no matter what. It means that if you've been cooped up because of a lockdown for too many days and you're really sick of it, your friends call you and say that they're going to have a little off-the-books type gathering, you know, where all your friends can get together and have a good time and screw the virus. And if your friends are saying screw the virus, it, it, it means that you just can't go no matter what, right? That's just the inescapable, physical, biological, chemical, medical, real situation that we're in. This is it. There's no escape. There's no pretending. There's no talking it away. You can talk yourself out of shit, but you can't talk the virus out of anything. The virus doesn't give a shit about you. The virus has its own agenda. It's not part of our world. It's got its own world. It's going to do what it wants. And if you don't want to get it, you have to take certain precautions no matter what. I also know that it's really helpful to have the support of other people with the same program and the same understanding of reality as you. But get this, in this situation, if you're the only one who understands it in the correct way, 
you're just going to have to do it on your own. And I know that that's possible. I know that in spite of the collective nature of many of the uh, recovery groups and everything, there's people that do it on their own, and you can do this on your own. In fact, you have to, no matter what. Completely on your own, taking care of yourself, doing what you have to do, no matter what. I watch a lot of news here in Italy. I have a, you know, satellite and so I can watch CNN and now I have Hulu so I can watch uh news programs from America live and I get to see all the commercials but that's neither here nor there. I see on the news people have a lot of crazy misguided factually incorrect unscientific weird ideas about what the virus is and how it travels and what their chances are of um, surviving it or getting it or not getting it, all that craziness. And I realized that to combat that personally, you have to have an unshakable belief in the same way that a drug addict has to often try many times to uh, stop using the drugs on his own and Every time it doesn't work out and eventually has to adopt that new attitude to put it down no matter what. Also, people in that situation often adopt uh, phrases, sayings, and some of them in the alcohol recovery movement are like, easy does it, one day at a time. Just off the top of my head, you know, I can think of things you can say to yourself, like just say it over and over. The coronavirus is a deadly, deadly, highly contagious virus that I don't want to get and I don't want to give it to anybody. The novel coronavirus is a deadly, highly contagious virus and I don't want to get it and I don't want to give it to anybody. So I'm going to do social distancing. I'm going to wear masks. I'm going to wash my hands, I'm going to keep a good distance from people, and I'm not going to go to things that promise to uh, spread it. You could write these things down on signs and put them in your house. You could uh, write them on little cards. You could make up your own little thing, you know. So then you got some personal investment in it. The, the, the point of it is to reinforce behaviors, survival behaviors. Reinforce them by putting messages around your house. Reinforce them by creating your own special sayings and, and your own special objects. But you got to do it on your own because there's not much in the way of support groups for people that want to survive the coronavirus pandemic. There's not much in the way of a concerted uh, government uh, messaging. In fact, there's, you know, the wrong messaging from the government. So it's up to us, and I want us all to survive. I want people to survive. I do not want to see people succumb to this, whole families suffer and die because of this. I want to try to help. And, you know, there's a lot of people, doctors and nurses and scientists, helping and and. I, I want to help with the message part of it and the human behavioral part of it. Not that I'm any sort of accredited genius or expert, but I do have the 12 years that I spent trying to dissect human problems and propose practical solutions. So that's what I'm doing here.
So what about this and what about that? Why this and why that? I say, fuck why this and why that? COVID-19 is a deadly disease and I don't want to get it. No matter what. No matter what anybody says. No matter what happens on TV. No matter what my family says. No matter how people look at me. No matter if it makes my trip longer. No matter if I have to return home to get my mask. No matter if I have to go back home because I forgot to wash my hands before I left the house. No matter if the disinfectant I have to use on my hands outside the restaurant or the cafe has an unpleasant odor. No matter if I see people around me not wearing masks and seeming to have a good time. Not if I just want to say fuck it. I can't say fuck it. No matter what, I can't say fuck it. I got to do these things no matter what. So that's my little no no matter what speech. I just, uh, I love that phrase, no matter what. No matter if your ass falls off. If your ass falls off, pick it up, disinfect it, put a mask on it, and keep it socially distant from other people. Okay, right? I I I can hear the laughter out there. Yeah. So let's wrap it up, all right? There's just one crazy little item, which is I actually haven't written the column yet. I'm just doing the podcast because I don't know what the column is going to be. I guess the column is going to be no matter what. But I will say this. No matter what, I'm going to write a column today no matter what. So be well. Stay safe. Love you all. Wish I could be there to go through the madness with you, but I'm here in Italy, uh, which is a form of madness in itself. Ciao. See you next week. Bye.